It's one thing if somebody's serving their nation across the sea, they're deployed. That's one thing in, in, in dealing with a separated family member. But for this, for political purposes, never in America have we gone after political opponents um, at this level. Hey guys, Alex Newman here. Uh, we are at the Red Pill Expo and I'm sitting next to Tamara Scott. She is a wonderful lady. We've had her on before. She uh, has a great show on Mike Lindell's uh, network, which is amazing. You should be watching it. Uh, she also is the RNC committee woman for the state of Iowa. And uh, she does just so many things for the cause of freedom. She's been on the front lines of fighting the CONCON battle. She's helping now battle these carbon uh, capture pipelines here. Uh, it's just ridiculous how many things she does. And of course, the uh, American Gulag Chronicles. Uh, Tamara, thank Thank you for being with us. Uh, let's start with the American Gulag Chronicles. Um, what's going on with the J6ers and um, is it really a Gulag? It really sounds like that. As one of them said, we interview them every so often. Every Friday we do Freedom Friday on the Tamara Scott Show on Lindell. And we interviewed one of them recently and he said, I'm a hostage. Prisoners have rights. I'm a hostage. And I've been calling them Pelosi's political prisoners ever since this occurred, right? It's one thing, you know, I don't condone violence. I won't condone vandalism. I don't even like disrespect. Yep. But for the majority of Americans who went that day, they went to one honor a president who is going to probably give his last speech as an elected president that term, right? They uh, wanted to celebrate this great country, their patriots. Many of them were singing hymns. They took busloads in. These are retired people. These are grandparents. These are uh, middle-aged folks. These were, these were not people going to cause a ruckus. This was not an insurrection. If anything, it might have been an observation. Some of them did want to go see the process, which I think our founding fathers totally would have expected them to do. Yeah. So, uh, and, and now we've had this incredible revelation by uh, Tucker Carlson, who interviewed the chief of police, as the place was crawling with feds. I mean, it looks like these guys were set up, and now they're being brutalized, tortured, held held hostage. Uh, talk a little bit about this uh, letters from prison. What is it? So this is called the American Gulag Chronicles, and Tim River, Rivers and Dave Sumrall, uh, both, I have them on the show quite frequently. Tim joins me every Friday. But these are letters, letters from prisoners. These are letters from the prisoners. And for for many of them, they've felt so alone, so forgotten. I mean, think about it. How many of us have somebody who's betrayed us, said something wrong to us, and we stew over it, and it bothers us, and we feel so lonely and, and isolated? Imagine this. Yeah. We, have, we have hostages who have been held over two years. One had an 18-month-old. That child won't know daddy the way a child should know their parent. That one, I think, breaks my heart as much as anything. It makes me angry to the point of tears because um, this is, there's no reason for this. It's one thing if somebody's serving their nation across the sea. They're deployed. That's one thing in, in, in dealing with a separated family member. But for this, for political purposes, never in America have we gone after political opponents um, at this level. We've seen it at the top levels but not at the everyday Iowans, everyday Americans, the average uh, citizens. And someone said it to me years ago, and I didn't quite get it, that they were criminalizing the political process. Mm -hmm. I didn't quite understand it, but that's what I'm seeing, Alex. Okay, tell me this, where do these folks go to get a fair trial? Where in America, when you ask for a change of venue, where would they go 
that they could get a fair trial that hasn't had the tainted media coverage. The January 6th commission that was, as we now know, a Hollywood production, literally. Yeah. Um, just, just the sentiment that's come out against them, how, where, what fair trial could these folks actually get? So for even those, those who may have uh, pleaded guilty, taking a bargain, plea bargain, thinking they would get less, we know that that didn't, wasn't the case. Um, they've been threatened, they've been intimidated, their families have been harassed, their neighbors have been embarrassed. This is not the way America uh, that I think our founding fathers intended is supposed to is supposed to happen. Yeah. Well, thank you for standing up for them, Tamara. Uh, it's, it's such an important battle, and and these are American patriots who um, who it looks like now, based on what we've seen from Tucker and the videos. I mean, they were led in by the police. They were escorted around like it was some kind of tour. Um, I, I love what you call them, the Pelosi's political prisoners. So we're, we're sitting here in Des Moines right now. Des Moines, Iowa, is like the center of the political universe right now. All the presidential candidates, Trump, DeSantis, Nikki Haley, RFK is on the way. They're all doing their their stump speeches, um, and, and you know this. Uh, probably better than anybody. A lot of conservatives, grassroots people are getting really frustrated with the Republican Party. Um, is the Republican Party the vehicle that can pursue conservative victories for Americans still? What do you think? It's a fair question, Alex, right? Um, let me be clear. I am the National Committee woman because I believe in the cause. I believe in the mission. First, it has to align with the Judeo-Christian principles of our nation, the foundation of our nation. Second, then it has to fall in line with the Constitution. If we are not in line with the Constitution, we best not be doing whatever it is we're pursuing. Third, it's our platform. And I solely believe, I, told, I totally believe in our platform. Now, every plank, probably not, right? We could probably find some nuance that I'm not so much, you know, if term limits were in there at one point, I didn't agree with term limits. I don't yet. But as a whole, the platform is a pretty good basis. We have to come together and find a compromise on which we can stand. And this is the beauty of two parties. You work out all those ins and outs on the various issues, the various topics, and you come together and find your compromise. For all of those countries who have more than two parties, Look at the unrest. Look at Israel right now. These countries who have to find enough uh, coalition amongst the members to even get a prime minister elected, right? And Israel's had how many elections in the last two years now? And so I think that's a good example. When you have more than two parties, you have fragmentation. You have people winning without a majority. And I just think what we have here in America between the um, process and the electoral college and then the, the representation of population in the House, but then the Senate with equal population of the states. I think it's just one of the best design systems. Now, are we in trouble? You and I both know we're in trouble, but it's not the Constitution. Right. It's not the foundations. It's we the people. Every ailment we're dealing with right now, we've allowed. And I was thinking about it on my way in, so this would be breaking news. Maybe you can help me come up with this meme. I mean, remember the meme? It's the economy, stupid. Mm -hmm. I would scratch out economy and I would put it's integrity, stupid. Yeah. Because every reason we're failing is integrity. It's a matter of the heart. Or lack thereof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, exactly. It's, it's, it's a, member, a matter of the heart. Yeah. And it was Adams that said the Constitution's made for a moral and religious people and it's inadequate for any other. Yep. Therein lies our problem.
Yeah, that's that's awesome, Tamara, and and I agree with you. It's just we we have so many people without integrity that say one thing on the campaign trail, they stab us in the back. And and I love what you said about the Constitution too. And uh, maybe maybe you can talk a little bit about this. You're one of the people leading the fight against the con-con effort. They call it Article 5, a convention of states. Uh, lately, we've seen more and more Democrats coming out and calling for a so-called convention of states. The governor of California thinks we're going to use one to take away people's gun rights. Uh, the Democrats in Pennsylvania are now hoping to use one for a few different reasons. Uh, what are your thoughts on this idea of having a new constitutional convention? Why are you fighting it so hard? And uh, do you think we're going to win? I pray that we win for the best hope of this nation. I pray that we win and preserve the Constitution that we have. Robert Brown says it this way, there are more people in line with Marx than there are Madison, and I fear what we would come out with from a constitutional pr perspective of a convention right now. Am I surprised that Democrats are coming out? No. Some of us were warning of this. I need I need the shirt Dr. Lee Merritt wore last night that said, I told you so, right? I, I want to also say, do you hear me now? I mean, we have been warning about this, that the Democrats would come out later on, and we'd all be sunk. The conservative states would have already been hooked in, which I think was part of Mark Meckler's marketing scheme. Get them in first, and then bring along the Democrats, and they'll hit their 34. And everybody says to me, oh, but Tamara, you've got the rest ratification process, nothing will be able to be passed. Remind me, Alex, didn't they change the ratification process in 1787? You and I both know that they did. They changed it from unanimous agreement among all states to three-fourths, and here we are today. Thankfully, it was a good constitution that time. but <laughs> With God's divine intervention. But again, I don't see us fasting like they did in 1787. I don't, I don't see us coming up with the, 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 just the wisdom that they had and the restraint that they had. We all want our liberty, we all want our freedom, but the very people who proclaim it often are the people who take it from us under the best of intentions. What is it under Sheriff Mack's a lawsuit that we remember when he fought the Brady Bill all the way to Prince the versus Supreme United Court? States. Yeah. Yes. Huge. And I think in the, the opinion uh, said the Constitution is to restrain us from our own best intentions. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. And boy, we need that today. Assuming the Democrats have good intentions, we'll see. Um, before I let you go, Tamara, you have a lot of experience in the political process. You, you've been doing this for a long time. You, you've been really on the front lines of protecting our country for so long. What are some ideas out there for folks who are maybe just now starting to realize, hey, I need to get involved in my kids, my grandkids, I can't leave this mess for them. What's a good starting point for them? What are some things you think they could do? It's a great question. And yes, we do need you to get involved. We need everybody involved. We shouldn't have to be watching our politicians. Uh, uh, a republic is the few watched by the many. I get that. But we shouldn't have to be watching in fear every day that one individual, a president, make some declaration and has such power over our lives. And so if more of us get involved at every level, at every level, whether it's the school board, the county, the city, the state, and the federal, we all need to get involved. We cannot keep looking to D.C. to save us. We need to do what we can do to fix ourselves. For me, this is going to be political, but it's biblical. Start at home. Mm -hmm. Fix things at home. If you're so busy running kids to ball, to practice, to skate, to whatever it is that you don't have time to nurture and to train up statesmen and women, then what do you expect our nation's going to be in 10, 15 years? Take time out. Have dinner together. Go for a car ride. Do whatever it is to have fun as a family and train up your children to be godly um, in a, you know, godly men and women who will honor God and this nation and the principles therein. That's what's going to save us. 
the social programs that we deal with that cost us so much money, we could alleviate so many of those if we had healthy families, right? So when the family's healthy, society benefits. When the family's broken, society pays the cost. That's what we're dealing with. All right, then just start paying attention. Quit watching the media. And start Except Tamara's show. <laughs> and, and Alex's great show, The Sentinel. But the mainstream media, you, it's all going to be talking points, spin, and, and bluster, yep. right? Fear. And so start watching those who you, who you get real news from that may not be a popular opinion, that may even be um, somewhat not fun, pleasant, happy to listen to. Because until you know the problem, you can't come up with a solution to fix it, all right? So the rhetoric, it's all fun. When we have these people coming through here, you know you could have gone th heard three candidates today if you would have slipped over to the Iowa State Fair. We're blessed to have that in Iowa. We don't take it for granted. We don't think we picked the president. We don't, but we vet every candidate. We absolutely do. And it's an on-ramp for some and an exit ramp for others, right? And so ask them the tough questions. When you get a chance to talk to them, ask them the tough questions. But listen not just to the rhetoric, look at their record. Look at the record if they've held office before. If they haven't held office, how did they live their life? What was their witness? What was their success? And someone who's good in business and even wealthy in business may not be good in the office. We were blessed with Trump that he just happened to figure out the management style. And we had so many great blessings when he was in the first time. Yeah, yeah excellent uh, advice and a lot of wisdom there, Tamara. Um, yeah, and you know what, I for one am really grateful that Iowa does that vetting. It, it's great to be in a, in a good conservative state with people who actually produce stuff. You guys have like farms and you know, like actual jobs, not just pushing papers around and stuff. Uh, before we let you go, Tamara, how do people watch your show, um, what's uh, time and website to find it or, or what are the apps that they can use? Thank you. So right now, Lindell TV 2, we're on the second station. I was honored when uh, Brandon asked me to help with that first station, first station and now I'm, we're, we started up the Lindell TV2. So at noon central time every Monday through Friday on Lindell TV2 or frankspeech.com. I still have to get a website. I talked to you last time. It's like, I just haven't. This is not, I am not techie. <laughs> I am not here to make Tamara Scott a household name. I, I'm okay if people don't know who I am. <laughs> well, I just, we need people to know who you I are. I want to get the truth out there. And God's given me this avenue. So here I am. Yeah. Well, let us know when you get the website because we'll get you back on and talk about it. Tamara, thank you so much for all that you're doing. Really appreciate it. And uh, folks, thank you for tuning in. Stay Stay with us, we'll have more from the Red Pill Expo. Hi, I'm Alan Keyes. I'm the host of IMTV's uh, daily talk show about uh, news and events in America. And I want to say a good word for the New American Magazine. New American Magazine represents an alternative media that is willing to tell people the truth. Reading New American Magazine can keep you up to the minute on the issues that are challenging us as a people. Visit thenewamerican.com today. Use the promo code NEWMAN to get $10 off the price of a print subscription. We have hostages who have been held over two years. One had an 18-month-old. That child won't know daddy the way a child should know their parent.